crackers that I like. Oh my gosh, I just look back at that sometimes and just like have a good old giggle. Like I don't, I do not know where I was pulling from there, but my gosh. Hi, girlfriends. It's us, Beauty Boss, the podcast about all things beauty and beyond. I'm Jackie May, of course, and with me, as always, is Alana Smith. Oh, Smith. Last name. We're getting very serious now. Look me up on LinkedIn. <laughs> this week we are chatting to Uber Babe Pia yes. Miller, where we talk about all things about her career, how she keeps her hair so amazing and luscious, and mm. how she juggles being a mum and a superstar. We sure are. We've also got our grails and fails, Lana, Miss Hap. <laughs> <laughs> It's still it's still painful to think about. It was painful at the time and it's painful to think about. But we'll get there. <laughs> yes. Back on track, let's get into our chat with Pia. You have definitely seen this gal on TV. From our fave soapies, neighbours and home and away, she is about to hit the big screen later this year in the live action film Dora the Explorer. Rocking the runway for Maya and being the face of Maybelline, Gillette and now she tops it all off as Pantene's first Australian ambassador. She sure knows how to keep busy. And with two beautiful children, this Aussie Chilean goddess is our hair and fitspo goals every day of the week. So, thanks for chatting with us, Pia Miller. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What an intro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, straight off the bat, we want to hit you with some of our more hard-hitting questions. (laughs) I'm just joking. I don't want to scare you. Your Instagram is absolutely incredible. You're a complete globe trotter that gives us some serious travel envy. Do you think being born in Chile but living in Australia has sort of sparked your travel bug? Um, I, to, to be honest, I'm actually quite a homebody. Really? <laughs> um, so I know that, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, um, quite a homebody and, you know, I love my home. I love, you know, my, my nest and, you know, yeah. I love being home with my boys, but work, I'm so fortunate that work gets like that. I get to travel with work. I shoot on location a lot. Um, I have a, like a US management team that I mm. spend some time with when I'm over there. And yeah, I've, I've had the great fortune of just, you know, being flown to places for, for work and sort of chasing beautiful locations as, as amazing backdrops. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, you know, for me personally, I quite like being at home and I mm. quite like the experience of, um, of, of having that, that, that homely feeling in that base. But then I get to sort of, um, balance that out with traveling for work all the time. So yeah, it's actually awesome. <laughs> it's like the perfect position to be in. <laughs> <laughs> so did you always want to be a model growing up or was it something you kind of grew into as you got older? It's definitely something that I grew into. It's sort of something that, um, found me. Um, as opposed to me finding it. Um, I definitely didn't always want to be a model and definitely didn't view myself like that, but, um, I sort of, I suppose got, got discovered. Um, <laughs> you know, a, a family, um, a family friend of ours was like, Oh, you, you know, we have to enter you into this competition and, mm. you know, like, you know, we think you'll be really great. You're really tall and blah, blah, blah. And, and yeah, that was sort of it. We entered into that, into the dolly competition and then won it. And then <laughs> the rest is history. 
Uh, you mentioned that one of the best parts of sort of um, working in your industry was that you get to see these amazing places. What about some of the worst parts of your industry? What's something that you really hate? I've definitely, I, I've been in the, in this industry, whether it be modelling or acting, since I was really young. Yeah. Um, so naturally, I think, um, you know, growing up quick, you know, there's something about that and sort of... Um, having to sort of be on set and, and, you know, be on time and be punctual and, and, you know, get, and then you get paid and then working out what to do with that. Being a teenager and being in that industry has its own, you know, set of weirdness. I guess if you could only use one sentence, how would you describe your job? Uh, I, I would say where I'm at now and what I get to do now is creatively fulfilling for me and I really enjoy that. So if you were to give advice to anybody that said they wanted to get into modelling or acting, um, what would be your kind of top tips on getting started? Because so much of so much of this industry is out of your hands. Mm. The only thing that you can control is the work that you put in, really, and the effort that you put in and your own preparation. So for me, I would have to say that that's the one thing is is work at it. You know, always stay humble, always stay grounded, mm-hmm. but you know, really, really work at it. You yeah. know, and and you can only control what you can control, what you can put in. Exactly, and and you mentioned that you were sort of thrown into the industry when you were quite young. Is there anything you wish that you learned or or knew before you started in the industry? Not, not really. I, I, the whole experience has been such a learning experience and I'm still learning so much now. Mm. Um, and I'm still, you know, evolving and growing, you know, even within my own craft and, and what I do now. So it, it's such an individual experience and it's a creative experience. So, you know, you sort of learn as you go. Part of being in the modeling and acting industry, you're always kind of um, you have access to the best makeup artists and hair stylists, yeah. and so you're always kind of across what's the latest fashions, beauty trends. Um, is there a current or even a past trend that's been like your all-time favorite trend? I don't really follow trends. Um, at, a lot of the time, they just they just don't work for me. So it's like <laughs> I just I just do sort of what what I do. Do your own um, thing. Stick with things that I know that work. Like if you know if it ain't broke, you know don't fix it type thing. <laughs> Um, so I've, I've always just been one of, like, I love the natural sort of beachy look. You know, I go into the ocean yeah. quite, with my hair. This is, I go into the ocean quite a bit and I love to get some salt water in there. But that also means that then, you know, I love to give it a good wash as well. And so, um, you know, for me, this Pantene micellar series is perfect yeah. <laughs> because it gives you a, you know, a deep cleanse while keeping, you know, your ends nourished and not dry. So mm. it's like it's the perfect thing for the way that I like to sort of have my hair, which is beachy, natural, you know, a little undone. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, trends are totally not your thing. Is there one that you've looked at on social media or even a trend that you've put on or tried that was horrific that you absolutely <laughs> hated? So I've got quite a thick kind of, um, it's not wavy, my hair. It's just like, it's kind of kinky, I suppose. Like it's got some <laughs> bends in it. Yeah. I've always wanted to rock the dead straight hair. 
like I've always gone, God, that looks so chic and that looks so sleek and, you yeah. know, that dead straight hair that sort of just, you know, moves with the breeze. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've always wanted to do. But I cannot for the life of me get my hair to respond to that. So that's a trend, I suppose, that I see and that I love. But I just, yeah. Your hair I'm, just I'm doesn't agree. It, <laughs> it just won't happen. No. So you've said that you enjoy the Pantene micellar range for your hair, but are there any other items that are kind of your go-tos for the rest of your beauty routine? Do you switch it up or is it more of just a tried and true favourites? I like to keep things as simple as possible. Um, You know, there are things like beauty-wise that I do religiously, like every day, like I curl my eyelashes like a beast. Like you like I'm surprised I still have eyelashes. Like I get in there, I heat in the the eyelash curler yep. with the you know, I get the, my hair dryer onto it. I give it a red hot go so that the tip. curl really stays up. And for me, you know, there are little things like that that I do that I completely swear by. Um, that make me feel like I've, you know, like I'm, I'm ready to take on the day. But for me, you know, it sort of starts in, it starts in the shower, you know, giving the hair a good wash. Um, and yeah, then just sort of starting the day with a good hair day. And so has beauty always been part of your life? Was your mum a kind of an inspiration for your beauty routines or was it like a very natural thing that you kind of grew into as you got older? No, it was something that I totally grew into um, and it was something that working on set and stuff, I, I just picked up along the way. You know, I picked up little tricks and stuff working with some of the best makeup artists in the world and, yeah, it's definitely something that I that I grew into, you know. I glowed up. <laughs> <laughs> so with such a big kind of social media following, do you ever find that you come across any trolls or anybody that's kind of just out to get you sort of thing not be very nice are you kidding me i get them all the time really <laughs> yeah but it doesn't it doesn't really bother me the thing is like you know yeah there are some times where things sort of um you know where you might go oh that that's done a little but it's never mm. enough to sort of get me to respond to them or to call them out or do anything like that i actually don't um you know i don't really think that that's that's the right way of going about it but there are some things that you know, like when I did get these comments about my stomach and stuff, I, I felt more of a social conscience to kind of be like, well, hold up. You know, this is like, yeah. I felt like I needed to sort of be a voice on behalf of women everywhere that have got stretch marks and that have had, you know, like little surgeries or that have, mm. have got scars or that have got things that, you know, make, make them weird or yuck or ugly or, you know, I say these words in like inverted commas. Yeah. You know, what people were saying. Um, and I was like, well, you know, that's not cool. Like we're not, I'm not going to be okay. You know, I've got nieces that I absolutely adore and, and I, you know, I'm not going to be okay with someone trying to like body shame me when, you know, I wear my scars and my stretch marks super proudly. So, um, you know, I made that a public thing. Um, mm. you know, and I, again, I didn't sort of, um, name or shame the people that said it. It mm. was more like a conversation and it was like, okay, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about the fact that, you know, we all have different things and different parts of our body that make us uniquely us. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and let anyone try and shame anyone. <laughs> 
around that. Definitely. I mean, um, a lot of celebrities in the industry tend to turn off their comments sometimes if they're getting a lot of trolls. So you just tend to ignore them unless it's like a big important issue, you know, like yeah, stretch marks. I I really do, you know, and like I have people that like will say the craziest stuff to me (laughs) and it's like – that's okay. You do not know me. Like yeah. it's, that's always, what it always comes back to is, you know, you, you don't actually know me. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Keyboard um, warriors can be yeah. so weird sometimes with the things that they pick on. <laughs> I know. Don't I know it. <laughs> so how do you, on the kind of topic of your stretch marks and how your body's changed after you've had your kids, how do you kind of balance working and representing so many brands as well as being like a completely hands-on mum? Uh, you just do it. You just <laughs> do it. Um, obviously, you, you surround yourself. Like, I, I, you know, I've got an incredible um, support network. Um, you know, I've got friends. I've got family. I, You know, I've got people around me that are always like, yeah, I'll help or whatever. And, and you know, um, within the boys' school communities, like, you know, they can jump in with a mate and go to training if they need to or, or then I'll return the favour when I'm free or, you know what I mean? It just becomes a little bit of a community. And, um, you, you know, the, the old saying, it takes a village. Like it, it actually does. And I'm so grateful to have, you know, an incredible village around me and around my boys. And, you know, but having said that, they are a little bit older now. So it, it, that makes it a bit easier as well. You know, they're 16 and um, 12, nearly 13. So, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're also kind of doing their own thing. And mm. yeah, it's definitely, it's made it easier for all of us. You know, we've all sort of, um, grown into you know the these this life together so <laughs> you know they're a bit older they can sort of um make their own way places sometimes and you know it's it's beautiful yeah it's worked out really well <laughs> so just back onto your career t- touching on it quickly as well so you said that you started modeling based off the dolly model search how did you kind of transition that into mm-hmm. acting was that something you always wanted to move into once you'd started modeling well i was always a drama kid at school Mm, um yeah so i was always you know the drama kid and i was always auditioning for all the plays and um that's something that i've always loved myself um and yeah it's sort of the the transition was kind of a natural transition for me i obviously you know through modeling am comfortable in front of the camera and, you know, then started doing like a bunch of TV commercials and then short films and then it sort of progressed like that. And then um, the character work and stuff was something that I, like I studied and I wanted to understand really well and understand the script and um, analyzing the script. And um, yeah, so that was something that I, like I actively went and studied and learnt and, yeah. you know, put myself in the midst of. But... Um, the transition of sort of uh, going from modeling to acting or sort of transitioning from like the still camera to the to the moving, the motion camera sort of happened naturally. At like we all loved you on Summer Bay, you know, that that's where you sort of became yeah. an Australian household oh, name. <laughs> Have you ever watched your episodes? Do you sit back with your kids and, you know, turn on some H&A? Oh, there are some crackers in there. There are some crackers that I, like, I actually, like, think are ace, like a drug cat. It's just like, 
<laughs> oh my gosh! I just look back at that sometimes and just like have a good old giggle. Like I don't, I did not know where I was pulling from there, but my god, like look at you go! <laughs> oh, what about a dream role? Do you have you know someone that you want to be or a movie that you would be dying to be cast in? You know, sort of. There's always incredible things that have been written and. um it's not so much a dream role. They're more like people that I would die to work with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the list is too long. <laughs> but, yeah, I, um, you know, I'm definitely, yeah, you know, I, that's sort of something that I, I keep, you know, and I sort of use it as motivation a lot. And, um, yeah, but there's incredible things being written at the moment. So many great, um, you know, Netflix series that we're seeing and like, you know, there's just incredible stuff. I'm loving Big Little Lies. I'm so excited to see the new season of that with Meryl Streep. Yes. Um, <laughs> like amazing. But, you know, they're sort of real, they're like female, um, female-led, female uh, really character-driven stories, which really touch me. So, mm. you know, stuff like that. If you yeah. know anyone, just uh, <laughs> put it out there, guys. <laughs> Now, before we have to sadly let you go, we have to ask our quick fire questions. Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> ready. So if you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pantene micellar. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what one word would you use to describe your beauty routine? Uh, natural. Mm-hmm. Your biggest beauty fail? Trying <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> to iron my hair with an iron. <laughs> The beauty trend that you've never mastered. Straighten my hair with iron. <laughs> and when do you no, feel no. you're most beautiful? Uh, when I'm surrounded by the people I love, when I'm when I'm just mm. me. <laughs> like, you know, around my boys, around my family, at home, just me. Yeah, and if you could give one piece of advice to your 16-year-old self, what would it be? It would be keep, keep, Keep learning, keep learning, keep growing, keep keep expanding. Don't ever think that you know what <laughs> you know. Don't don't ever think that you you you've got like yeah I've got this. No, just keep learning, keep learning, keep growing. Knowledge is everything. Oh, such oh. good advice. Thank you so much for joining us today, Pia. Yeah, thanks. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Pia is so incredible. No wonder her hair is like that. Makes so much sense. No wonder she's a star. She's lovable. <laughs> so, Jackie. Yes. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Hit me. What is your holy grail of the Yes, week? my grail, of course. So, I'm a BB cream girl, days, you know, you are. work. Just want something simple that I can slap on my face. <laughs> like to mix it up. This week, I have been trying Nude by Nature's um, Sheer Glow. 30 bucks from Maya. I didn't have big hopes from it. Like, to be Mm. honest, it's BB cream. What can really be that amazing about BB cream? True. I was wrong. I'm amazed. It's so incredible. I got natural tan. I thought it was going to be way too dark. It does sound dark. dark. It's so dark. And when I pumped it out on um, my fingers, it was real dark. Like, <laughs> it not okay. But, you know, rub my fingers together, put it on my skin, and it's so good. Your face does match your body. You're doing fine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> but, no, I, just all-round love gives me this summer natural glow. No faults. Oh, None. Amazing. What about you? 
My grail this week is a skincare product. Mm-hmm. Again, you know I love a good you skin do product. You love a routine. And it is the Pixie Overnight Glow Serum. Ooh. It comes in like a little bottle. Yep. I stole a dropper out of another one because for some reason mine didn't come with a dropper. I don't know if it's meant to or not. Mm, Unclear. I like my serums with droppers. Same. So I stole one from another one that I'd finished and whatever. <laughs> Perfect. Besides the point. Um, you just put it on before bed and yep. I, every time I wake up, like I'm actually glowing. So it's kind of a pe- chemical peely situation. So if you have sensitive skin, you might want to like patch test it. No. Warning. Warning. <laughs> just it is – I do kind of put my skin through the ringer. So it might be a little bit <laughs> tough on some people. But – Sounds like such a great sleep. <laughs> amazing though. I come out my skin so fresh. It kind of works on the texture that I tend to get under my eyes and yep. my cheeks and that. So good. Absolutely love it. I only use it before bed. And if you are using a serum that has a peely element, make sure you're putting sunscreen on because your skin is more sensitive. But absolutely love it. You can get it on Shopo and um, at David Jones and it retails for $41.99. Oh, my gosh. You're tip central today. Can I just point out? (laughs) (laughs) But I really want you to share your fail this week with everyone because for the past, what did we say, two and a half weeks, I've been enjoying your updates. Yeah, it's been a problem. So I was trying, I was so inspired by our chat with the anther. Yes. I was like, I've got to curl my hair, you know, get that natural wave yep. going. you got to practice. That's what she said. Exactly. Practice makes perfect. So I just finished my morning skincare routine, mm-hmm. just freshly moisturized. So you're all whipped. lubed up. I am. <laughs> whipped my curler into the uh, old PowerPoint at 230 degrees. <laughs> She's ready. Doing my hair. I don't know what happened. It may have been that it was 6.45. I was tired. My hands were moisturized. Lots was happening. And somehow my curling iron leapt out of my hands <laughs> and bounced off my vanity onto my bare thighs. Bare thighs. Bare thighs. Are you nudie, Rudy? Were you curling your hair no, in I the wasn't. nude? I just had my PJs on. <laughs> but pulled it off. And I was like, oh, that hurt. <laughs> Got into work. Such a normal reaction, Whatever. can I point out? Because well, it was Ooh, very quick. <laughs> it was very quick. I had things to do. I had a bus to catch. I didn't have time to be in pain. I got to work. I went to the bathroom and I was like, oh, that's nasty. Mm-hmm. There's like a stripe burn down my thigh, mm-hmm. but also just a little spot further up from where it had like bounced, bounced off one part of my thigh and landed on another part. So I'm, I'm still dealing with a scar from it and I tried to fake tan over it and it didn't work oh, at all. Of course it, it like doesn't. peeled off in like a funky white fake tan <laughs> chunky situation. It was disgusting. I just but, I have so many comments about that. I mean, first of all, I'm imagining your thighs as some sort of trampoline as it bounces further down your leg <laughs> and then some nice you know, you know, it just landed. Plop. <laughs> Thick thighs save lives except when it's with a hot curling iron, it. it just hurts. Is that a hashtag? Did yeah, we just make a hashtag? Thick thighs save lives. Get around it's it. It's a movement. It is. You know when you're like eating a snack and then you drop it in your lap and you're like, oh, you lucky it. for my thighs. It's all right. <laughs> Not with a hot curling iron. I say iron. that every day. Not with a curling iron. No. I wish I had twig thighs and it just fell. <laughs> Only in that moment though. Yeah. Otherwise it's good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> Oh, that's all we have time for today, unfortunately. I would love to keep chatting about it. I'd love to share more about my <laughs> Oh, Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can never miss an episode. Please rate, review, find us on Instagram, see what we're up to, catch our Monday memes, 
I really try with them, so I hope everybody enjoys them. <laughs> yes, if you find a meme that you're loving, please DM us. Please, I love them. They're my favourites. <laughs> oh, but next episode, we'll be bringing you another amazing interview. We sure will. We'll also be bringing you more Holy Grails, hopefully a less embarrassing fail, but you never know what's going to happen between now and then. So until then, pop your sheet marks in the fridge for the ultimate glow. Bye! Bye.